Hello, I'm Justin Belguarini, CEO and founder of the Warrior Artist Alliance, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Now Everyone Hates Me. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. The gift and the curse of being artists and performers is that we are more aware and more in touch than most people with the secrets of life that exist just behind the curtain of the everyday. So the question is, how do we play full out and beat the odds in an entertainment business that feels like it's designed to block our path at every turn? Well, the Warrior Artist Podcast answers that question and so much more. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. Yesterday was my youngest son, Asher's birthday. And so I went up when I started to hear them stirring to their room and I was singing happy birthday to Asher and Will was singing along, my uh, middle son, and uh, they, they sleep in the same room. And, you know, we're just having a nice time and Asher says to me, hey, daddy, can I stay home today? And I'm like, of course you can stay home today. He's in kindergarten and he only goes half day anyway. So I'm like, well, let the kids stay home. And immediately my son, William, who is almost eight, Asher just turned six. William's almost eight. There's like, there's a chill in the air. William starts, and he starts to get a little angry um, about not staying home. And I just tell him, you know, it's gonna be okay, don't worry, man, look, let's get dressed. And Asher's like, you have to understand the difference between my two boys is just like night and day. They're both sweet, kind, loving, good kids. I'm very lucky. My wife and I are very lucky that we have these three amazing children. My daughter's 14 and But Will and Asher, it's like, Asher is like sugar and spice and everything nice. He just, everything's, oh, isn't this, oh, he's just, he's just a sweet, light, happy-go-lucky, oh my goodness, isn't just today beautiful. Like, for example, he, excuse me, he was in the bathroom one morning with my wife. It was early in the morning, the sun was rising, and he looks out the window and he says, Mama, I painted this for you. I mean, it's like, sometimes we think he's reading from a script that we can't see. Some of the things that he comes up with, and that's not even the best example to give you, but like, literally he just, he really takes in the moments of life and squeezes all the juice out of them. My William, on the other hand, is someone who is a little bit more dark, a little bit more surly. And when he sees something beautiful, um, you know, whereas Ash will be like, oh my goodness, you know, this painting is beautiful and look at the colors and oh, that's a fun animal and all this other stuff. You know, William will be more like, oh, yeah, that's nice, but show me how they made it. Uh, and he'll find the beauty in like, oh, 
oh, this is the this is the type of brush they use to paint that, and oh, look at this, and this is the technique, and like he he like he you need to prove it, <laughs> you know, to him, and he's still sweet, and but he's but. Uh, What's interesting about him is that he's extremely sensitive. I'd say he's even more sensitive than the sweet and light Asher. Asher's like, oh, sweet. And he gets his feelings hurt and he'll cry. But William will get angry. And I think William is 10 times more sensitive than the sweet and light Asher. And it's interesting how he started to get angry about staying home, getting back to the story. And then he started saying subtly mean things to his brother and being unkind in the morning on his brother's birthday. And my wife came to join me in the room and we're all celebrating Asher and William's kind of just saying these little snipey things to his brother. And it starts to upset everyone. And rightfully so. I mean, this is our, our six-year-old. It's his birthday and it's the morning. And his brother's saying mean things and doing mean things. And, you know, we let him know that that's not okay. And instead of getting angry and yelling, you know, Asher was going out of the room anyway. My, my wife just turns around and just just walks out. And William realizes and tries to start backpedaling. You know, no, I just, uh, he knows. He knows what he did and he knows that it's wrong and he just starts backpedaling, backpedaling. He feels really bad about it. And I just pulled him aside because I was upset too. And I said to him, hey, that's not okay, man. It's your brother's birthday today. Are you saying mean things to him? And he just goes, I'm, so, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he starts to like tighten up and just button down. And then he starts saying, you know what? I just, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, now, <clears throat> now I've just made everyone hate me. And so he starts piling guilt on top of his anger. And I could see you know, as much as he, and it's of course because I'm his daddy, but as much as he tries to, you know, button it down and just become stoic, I can see that he's suffering. Anybody with a pair of eyes could see that he was suffering. So I put my upset aside and I asked myself a better question. Instead of saying, you know, why is he acting this way? To which my brain could have easily come up with a thousand terrible answers or bad answers. He just wants to be mean, he's being bratty, or he wants his brother to feel hurt, or whatever, you know, the things that we do, those of you who are parents, know what I mean. I asked myself, what's he feeling right now? What's he really feeling right now? And then because I'm not him, I asked him, what's, I pulled him aside and, you know, he was still clammed up. And I said, what, you know, what's, what's going on, man? What's going on in your heart? Talk to me from your heart. And so 
I asked him again. What are you feeling right now? And he still was a little clammy. And so I said to him, you know, when you feel something really strongly and you choose to say mean things or make fun of people, it drives them away and makes them not want to play with you. It makes them not like you. But when you speak from your heart, whatever it is, whether you're feeling happy, sad, angry, mad, jealous, when you speak from your heart, people come to you and they want to help you and talk with you. And together, if you have a problem, you can solve it together when you speak from your heart. And so again, I ask him how he's feeling. And eventually, I help him to get to the fact that he just feels jealous that Asher gets to stay home from school for his birthday. And he doesn't. And so he starts talking from the heart with me and he tells me, you know, how he just feels angry and jealous and how much he doesn't like... And all the the things come out. And so I say, you know what, that's okay. That's okay to feel that way. I couldn't stand school when I was your age. And I understand what you're feeling. And, then, and we start talking, we start working for the problem, through the problem. But, you know, again, ever smart, he says, Well, yeah, but, you know, okay, great, that's great, Dad. But now Mom and Asher hate me. Now, how do you explain what hate really is to an almost eight-year-old? I don't really truly understand what hate is myself. I don't know if I've ever truly felt hatred. I've been very, very upset. But hatred is like, that's a, that's a, that's a poison I've never tried to drink. You know, it's like, what's that saying? It's like hating someone else. It's like drinking poison and yourself and hoping that it kills them. Well, I said to him, basically, you know, Hate is like forever. Upset is just for a little while. You can fix upset. You made a mistake. You just fix it by speaking from your heart. (coughs) Excuse me. And I could see that he wanted to, but he was afraid. And then he started saying, you know, you know what? I I, I just don't want to be here. I'm just going to go and leave this house and I shouldn't be here. And when, you know, when he starts in on this line of thinking, I used to be like, no, that doesn't make sense. But I came up with a really interesting analogy for him. And so I said to him, when he starts going there and starts going, I say, you know, look, hey, look, remember, it's kind of like you spilled something on the floor. And because you spilled on something on the floor and you're upset at yourself about it, you just decide to burn the whole house down. And it always kind of makes him, or used to, make him giggle. Now he's like, But, I mean, that's it. You know, he just made a mistake. Yet he wants to abandon his whole life. (laughs) You ever felt that way sometimes, though? And sometimes haven't you done that or acted that way? Like, oh, well, might as well just give up everything. 
might as well just, I, I spilled something on the floor instead of going to get a paper towel and just sopping it up and making sure I don't make that mistake again, I'm just going to burn down my entire house. Forget it all. So I explained to him, look, it's okay if other people get upset with you. All you have to do is speak from the heart. Apologize. And speak from the heart. So while he's feeling that fear, he goes down the hall, apologizes, and my wife, of course, starts talking to him about how she feels, and they start having this wonderful dialogue, and Asher starts talking to him, and, and all is well. He still feels the jealousy, but there's a healing all around between all of us. And he takes the jealousy and he at least turns it, the majority of it, into joy. And he eventually feels good and we come to a, a compromise that will pick him up early from school and take him and his brother out to a really fun little place. We went and we raced um, electric go-karts. And now the, the thing is that we'd had that planned already, but in William's anger and jealousy, he had forgotten that we had explained that to him the day before. And so Asher stays home. William goes off to school with a smile on his face. And all is well. To the point. The point of all this is that, about, rather, the courage to speak and act from the heart. And I mean, act in both senses of the word, but the courage to speak and act from the heart. It's easy to hide behind the walls of our castle and lob flaming pitch over the ramparts, but to truly connect. We have to open the gates, walk out, and be courageously vulnerable. And that'll mean open the gates and let the horde in, right? And let them just run all over us, because sometimes we do that too, don't we? But to be courageously vulnerable. Demonstrating consistent courage is one of the six habits of high performers. I'm learning about that right now. There's one of a book by uh, Brendan Broussard, High Performance Habits. And it's amazing. Demonstrating courage, consistent courage, is one of those habits. Demonstrating the courage to stand up for what we truly feel and believe is what separates us from the masses, just as artists and performers. Even Even just a little bit of that, demonstrating the courage to stand up for what we truly feel and believe and the willingness to be vulnerable, to walk into an audition room, to to make being judged on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day, to make that our profession, our life's work, is part of just sitting and being judged and putting ourselves out there. separates us from the masses. And it's also what takes us from performing what's on the page to performing what's in our hearts via the vehicle of what's on the page. And that's where the magic happens. Bringing the fullness of our own experience to the work is what makes some performers stand way out from the herd. That's one of the things we want to do, folks, right? There's a million and one actors. There's a million and one performers. 
There's a million and one people trying to get the same job or jobs that we want. But I'm trying to share secrets with you that will make you stand out from the herd at the cattle call. Do you getting, are you getting this? Think of your favorite performer and one of their performances that touched your heart and tell me that it wasn't a vulnerable and deeply personal experience on some level for them. Do you see what I'm saying? Demonstrating consistent courage. So my question to you is, what's one small or medium, if you like, act of courage that you can demonstrate today? How can you reach out to someone that's hurt you or participate in a situation that makes you that, that, that makes you have strong feelings, but this time speak from the heart? Act from the heart. In either sense of the word. Because if you can do that in life, then your art will begin to follow suit. If you can do that in your art, then your life will follow suit. And you'll begin to separate yourself from the herd. That's all I got for you folks. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you've been listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. As always, you can email me at Justin at ilivetoperform.com. That's I-L-I-V-E to perform.com. Justin at ilivetoperform.com. <laughs> Demonstrate consistent courage. And let's rise together.